0: You're listening to hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie self-improvement addicts and hosts with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. And if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, just go and give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram, or you can always join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below. I hope right now you are drinking some fizzy housewives inspired wine for yourself. It is my No Filter wine, packing a punch at 13% alcohol by volume, but less than a gram of sugar. We A fizzy white and a fizzy rose. They are delicious. They are inspired by some of our favorite, most iconic housewives moments. And you can get them now at nofilterwine.com. Drink responsibly, but I hope you have fun getting Liddy City this weekend. All right, guys, I'm very excited because I have a fellow Bravo holic on the show today here to help me break down some of the piping hot tea that we are just ready to spill. Um, He is the host of the Slut Pig podcast. And I wondered how much of a slut pig he has please welcome christian gray snow wouldn't you like to know <laughs> hi <laughs> how are you my love i'm good how are you i'm doing well we're doing a bit of a, a pod crossover this week aren't we
1: we are i enjoy it very much we'll have to do it again more often in my opinion
0: yes so i was on christian's podcast which is the slut pig podcast inspired by kim richards are you more of a kim yep. richards or a brandy glanville
1: um you know what they're both pretty chaotic and both go below the belt when they feel cross. so i'm i'm very much equally both of them i do the same
0: (laughs) but were you doing crystal meth in the bathroom all night long bitch no but i'll accuse somebody of doing
1: it so maybe i'm a brandy
0: (laughs) i love it um what? Why is the Slep Pig podcast? Obviously, you talk all things Bravo. I was just on the podcast, which everyone needs to go and listen to. But like, why? Why Slep Pig of all the names out there?
1: It has just consistently been what I find to be one of the funniest. Yeah, you know, just like few seconds of you know the magic that is the real housewives franchise um and also i mean just what a great insult to pull out of your ass right you know like like that came from nowhere it's like you slut pig and i'm like that's beautiful it's just beautiful and you know it's also very much just kind of underscores the the goal of the podcast it's like we talk about all these moments that we see every week but you know hopefully some of them are quite shady but that we can have a laugh in the end you know they might be rough in the in the in the moment that they're happening you know when you're getting called a slut pig but it could become an iconic moment later that we you know housewives fans are celebrating so yeah that's where it comes from
0: so you are a big OC fan. Like you love yes. Real Housewives of Orange County. What are your overall thoughts of this season? I have barely been able to get through it. Um, I mean, that's kind of been my overall
1: consensus of OC for the last couple of years. Um, it's OC is not what it used to be. You know, I, I don't need these young bitches. I want the women I grew up with. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like we we don't watch to. I I personally don't need to really get to know a lot of new people. See, (laughs) I'm good with like the people I know. You know what I'm saying? Same. Um,
0: I don't give a fuck about this. Real Housewives of New York reboot with seven new women. Fuck off. Catch me watching Legacy. Thank you very much. Right. (laughs) Give me the trash. Give me the dumpster dive that you're going to throw on Peacock. I don't need to invest in seven new women in New York yeah
1: I, I mean like it's already like you know we're already i'd rather just get all new cities you know yeah like ha- i i it it doesn't feel you know like i say that i enjoy like having an older like middle-aged to older like woman on a show but like now then you go to like salt lake city where it's introduced with like you know majority like i mean i feel like they're pretty young you yeah. know um, and it feels fine dubai that's coming up feels the same way um and i'm cool with that so i feel like if the big changes that they're going to make, you know, to these franchises, I think just continue creating rather than trying to reinvent what has worked for so long. You know, I think it's worked because we love these women and the stories that are their lives and the people in their lives. And, um, you know, and we we're happy to do that with new people, but as a group, you know, not as I don't know. It's just, so, yeah, I, I have a thing for OGs. I like keeping my OGs around
0: as long as we can, Um, and we we don't have many left, so it's, it's getting tough out here. Right. So Kelly Dodd thinks that the show has suffered because they brought back Heather and fired her. What are your thoughts? Is Kelly Dodd the secret sauce to saving OC?
1: No, the secret sauce is Tamara and Vicky, but listen now, Kelly, Kelly's problematic. I don't want nothing to do with her. She and I have had our fair share of issues. Um, but I, um, I mean, make no mistake about it. The girl was fucking hilarious television. You know, I mean, I would be lying if I said that, you know, every single St. Patrick's Day, I don't go in, go around saying me lucky charms, you know, because that's what she said to the guy at the hotel whenever they checked in, you know, like I, I she was just she was silly. She was funny, um, very much like a Vicky in that sense, like very silly kind of clump, you know, having silly shit happen to them, but blows up when the time is right, goes below the belt. You know, which is kind of like my I like a housewife that goes below the belt usually Um, because, again, that's how I am. So, yeah, I mean, listen, I don't think Kelly's necessarily the missing sauce. I think she did have a great impact on the show during her time. Um, But I will say I don't think that Heather's return is what the network intended it to be. And I don't know. Like the reason that I've said this before, I think the reason that Heather was so good in years past is because she had tamar and vicky there to balance her out so it made her a lot more tolerable because they were kind of the ones more in your face you know doing the crazy fighting doing the dramatics having the crazy storylines and versus she just kind of got to be the fun rich girl right. you know and now the fun rich girl is all there is to focus on and it's like exhausting yeah. you know. so i think that having the other two you know those ogs there tamar's not an og but basically um it may. I think it made Heather more enjoyable. So I think them bringing her back alone was not the best move.
0: I like Heather, but I guess you're right that she does need somebody that can kind of, because even the women that are on the show with her now, they kind of all just buckle to her as she's, like, yes. as she's the queen bee. I think they expected it to be what happened when Bethany came back to the show, you know, where it was a big splash and people were really interested because they did a whole campaign about Heather's big return to the OC And it just, I don't think it really hit.
1: I don't think, it did not land the way. Listen, was it terrible? No. I give it a hard time and people are like, You shit on OC all the time. I do that because it was always my favorite. I loved it for so long. And to me, like, I can still go back. Like, if I'm bored and can't find anything to watch, 99% of the time, you will find me watching seasons five through, like, eight or nine of OC, a random episode. And I still, I've seen the episodes 85 times. I still laugh my fucking ass off. You know what I'm saying? Um, It's just good stuff. And it's like, I I feel strongly about it because it's like, I feel like it got ruined unnecessarily. Yeah, you know, um, and so I guess it's just frustrating as like a longtime viewer, you know. But I think they have the the sauce and the formula to get it right, to get it back. I think it's just about the network swallowing their pride and doing what they need to do.
0: Are personally. you excited for Ultimate Girls Trip season two with Tamara and Vicky? I
1: I, 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 you, you can see me right now. I can't even talk about it. I am so fucking excited. Like, um, you know the the opening of ultimate girls trip season one you know when it's like cutting between the cities and just like like just seeing like kenya and ramona on the same program just seeing you know kyle and Luann on the same program was just like it kind of gave you chills like it's like these women we know and love but we're seeing them in a way we haven't really seen them you know and um i'm just so excited to have that same feeling um with my girls, my OC girls, and just to see them be able to, you know, reunite and um, in some cases meet some of these women probably for the first time. Um, so I'm so fucking excited and I can't, I feel like I hope there's footage, but I know that Tamara Vicky and Taylor all flew together out of OC. So I would love if they had a camera crew on them from the time they got to the airport. I really hope they did. Um, cause it's not like the first season where they put them on all on jets, right know um i remember i asked vicky i was like did they fly y'all private she was like fuck no <laughs> i
0: was like well they should have only for the all-stars i mean this is a great cast though like i mean minus eva like all of them are true like standouts and i heard it was supposed to be monique samuel's and she didn't do it so then eva ended up swapping in but i mean what a great fucking cast
1: though oh monique and there would have been fire <laughs> would have been fire Uh, also like listen everybody knows i love vicky that is my number one it's no secret though that like you know she has been speak she has spoken out about not necessarily being like the biggest vaccine supporter while i couldn't disagree more i will say from a production standpoint knowing that she and dorinda had their arguments about you know the vaccine on the upcoming season yeah would have been really interesting
0: to see monique there (laughs) i know
1: Just saying, you know, that would
0: have really been a dynamic <laughs> conversation because, you know, Monique is feisty, Vicky's feisty and Dorinda's feisty. Like the three yeah. of them together would have and been Monique one. would have
1: been like, here, let, this is I got some Mila Eve essentials. This will cure anything that Just you be need. Gonna- yeah,
0: r- Mila Eve's room spray. Um, uh, but I
1: love Monique, you know, and yeah. um, I I'm actually really excited to watch, you know, her the show that she's going to be on that Carlos King is producing for home. So. Um, but yeah, like you said, the, the cast is phenomenal. I even think like it'll be interesting to have Eva there. She, I feel like she'll be the left. They're gonna, they need somebody to balance that out. Yes, because there's a lot of chaos <laughs> amongst the group. That you know is, that there is. Um, yes. Like, I mean, they say it's. I mean, you've heard Andy says it's just like wall to wall. They say it's like nonstop from the moment they get there. It's just
0: fight. I love it. I can't wait. Can't wait. We I just need it. We need a Kim Richards in the mix. Oh, could you imagine? I don't think she, she, but I'm not staying a week with any fucking body.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, a week is a long
0: time. But she's done like mother daughter experiment. She's done, um, what was that boot camp, family boot camp? Like, She's done those, and I hear she is a nightmare. Heidi Montag was on uh, the Unpopular podcast, and she was talking about how Kim Richards was just wild and unhinged and would, like, lock herself up in her room, and she would, like, (gasps) go to check on her, and she'd be like, what are you doing here? Where are the producers? They know better than to let you come into my room. Like, she was just crazy.
1: So maybe a show where cameras are on the walls 24/7 so
0: free. it might not be best for my girl you know <laughs> i want to see it you slut
1: pig <laughs> yes you slut pig and that's honestly that's the best part because i feel like the first season was just like feel good like happy like oh my god we get to see all these women together for the first time and then season 2 is just going to come in yes. and be like dark and like mean and chaotic and i just can't wait <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, Tamara says the trailer's coming soon. I'm ready. I hear it's not it coming. I, I like, hear come on. I hear it's not airing until June. So, I mean, that's a long time. We've been waiting. And they
1: said allegedly like the end of June, and my thing is is like it's our, I mean Sorry for editing. note. this is a, this is airing soon, right? Yes, tomorrow. Okay. Okay, perfect. Just making sure. Um so like I mean, you know, we're in April now. Even if we get a trailer, they can't be doing a trailer two ale- two months before it's allegedly premiering, I know. you know? So, um, yeah, I don't know how soon, soon is if that June 23rd or that end of June
0: alleged premiere date is accurate, you know? I can't wait that long. I need it yesterday. I've been waiting Yo, what? for it.
1: Same. Also, they shot that shit forever ago.
0: I know. Like what? Like before, like Halloween, right? Yeah, it I because remember they had like a fall like
1: type of activity remember they all posted that picture outside and it felt like a it felt like a fall festive type of dinner type thing and i also remember thinking that you know the speed with which they rushed into season two made me think like oh man like they're going to be cranking this shit out like yeah. crazy like but clearly that's not the case you know um But I also don't want them to do a ton. You know, Like he doesn't need to become like RuPaul's Drag Race, like all stars where they're like doing season after. season. Like it needs to be something that is valued and taken care of and given every single bit of attention that it deserves. Because, you know, I feel like the franchise can only kind of reinvent itself probably one time and, and to retain the traction that it's had and to hopefully bring in new people, too. And I think they're doing a good job with Peacock and, you know, yeah. putting Miami over there and, um, you know, and then obviously the the launch of Girls Trip. And I, I think that they need to lean into the the nostalgic characters with the new concepts. That, to me, is the formula that people love. Like, I want to see Vicky and Tamara going around, um, like, giving, like, women all businesses, like, makeovers and support. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I think that shit would be fucking hilarious, well, you know, or... Or like hey. a road trip, like housewives' road trip, you know, two housewives have to drive together somewhere cameras on 24-7, you
0: know? Take us back to, like, what Bravo started. Because Bravo had, wait, it had, like, its four or five pillars. Wasn't, like, the content on Bravo, I think I was reading that from Brian Moylan's book, like, was inspired by the five pillars on Queer Eye, and that's how they built out their show. They had, you know, uh, real estate, and then they had beauty and, and fashion, and then they had lifestyle. That I think mixing up the characters that we already love in these new formulas, it's what VH1 did back in the day and we had like flavor of love and rock of love and then they created charm school and i love money and that was fun because you would get engaged you were already invested in these people um i think they should definitely continue to pursue that
1: and i think if they went about it the right way it makes a lot of these exits for these longtime women that we love not so intense if that we know that there's a future of with them and you know whether it be the you know bravo or peacock like You know what I'm saying? And it makes I think people like me just being I'll be honest, like it's hard for me to, you know, I sit here and talk about not wanting new people in O.C. And it's a lot of it's because I'm so fucking angry that they got rid of the the people that carry the show, you know, and it's like so when you have people like me, that if you're giving those housewives and those characters that you love extra places to go and make content. It makes welcoming and, you know, accepting that new phase of the franchise a little easier, you know, makes me not as like hesitant about it, if that makes sense.
0: Yes. Um, Ashley Darby just confirmed that the separation from Michael is a thing. We Uh, love it. We love it. We're so happy for her. She's so (laughs) hashtag brave. Um, so (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> so she stood with him for five years which i believe according to the prenup if th- after five years she's entitled to 50 percent and the baby also uh re- like allows her to get a little more oh yeah do you think that she was only in it for the money being that it's no, like five year think- anniversary you know we got through all the grinder messages we got through all the ass grabbing and the lawsuits and she really just waited the storm
1: I mean, I think there was probably a point. There's probably been several points in time where she's like, I'm done. No, it's worth it to stay. No, it's worth it to stay because I really do love him. No, it's, you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure that all the options have gone through her head at some point or another. Yeah. But I also think that, you know, she's no dummy. And I think that it probably got to a point like, look, she has two beautiful kids. That's pretty. I think that's exactly what she wanted. She wanted to have a family. Um, and I think that Michael's been on thin ice for a long time. Um, no one wants to get divorced and have that kind of thing going on in the middle of a pregnancy or right when your baby's first born. I don't know that he did something wrong or had a slip up, but perhaps he was already on thin ice and he did something we don't know about. And she's like, "Look, it is what it is," you know. And like, I don't think that it doesn't seem like it'll be a dirty divorcey marriage. I mean, excuse me, a dirty divorce. Um, I think they'll be okay obviously I mean the pre I mean the post-nup's in place so um but we'll see you know about but make no mistake she played her cards right <laughs> I mean even getting the post-nup yeah. you know like thank god she did that because listen michael's got some money
0: Yes, he does. She's in it for, she's in it to win it and good for her. She better collect that paycheck. She's going to be taken care of. She's going to have her, her, babies are going to be taken care of. And I'm here for it. everybody is like cheering her on right now.
1: I'm all for it. And I can't wait to see it play out. I can't wait to celebrate and encourage her singleness. You know, like I want to see her move out and get her on place. I want to see her hook Sheila up with a new house just because she got the fucking money to do it. You
0: know, um, I mean, I want to see her reopen Oz, you know, <laughs> Oh God. Uh, are, are you watching the Karen Huger spinoff? Oh yes. It was actually really good. Is I know. It? Like,
1: yeah, I love Karen. And, but I was nervous when I saw it was only two episodes. I was like, Oh no, there must've have not have been like maybe a great deal of content there, but I watched it and it was really, really enjoyable. Like it could easily be a
0: few more episodes. Mm, I'm still skeptical. I have not watched it, but the trailer alone made me like not want to fuck that.
1: Really? It was, I mean, it's really, it's just lighthearted. It's funny. You get to meet, like she has a really big family um, and they're just, you know I mean? Her family's full of just a bunch of really, really like successful sweethearts, you know? Um, so it's fun to just watch them. And they're, the whole premise of the show really is like, they're planning a family reunion, but they like the younger generation of her family wants to know who's going to be taking over the farm, the family farm that they still have, you know, it's been in their family forever. Um, And they kind of put Karen in charge of having the tough conversations with, you know, I, I believe it's her, her aunt or her cousin who has ownership of the farm at the time currently. So she has to have, bring up the tough conversations, Karen, like, well, what's your plan for, when you like die or, you know, what's your handoff plan? What are you going to do whenever, you know, you need to hand this off to the younger generation. So it's a really, I think it's cute. I think they should have given her more episodes, but yeah, you should definitely watch it. It's All really right. Good.
0: All right. I'll give it a try guys. If you're watching this on YouTube right now, <laughs> leave a comment below and let me know what you think of, of Dom Karen's dumb show. Um, well, I guess according to Christian, it's not so dumb. So we'll, we'll have main,
1: to say <laughs> Be nice to my girl Karen. I love Kern yeah. and the wigs, but And you want to know what's wild is like so all this takes place in Surrey County, Virginia. Mm. I grew up in Surrey County, North Carolina. Mm. Isn't that crazy? I never even knew there was another Surrey County until I was watching, you know, Potomac, Potomac. a couple of seasons ago and Karen did her homecoming.
0: <laughs> um Jersey, are you excited for this reunion? And what have you heard? What tea have you heard about the Jersey reunion so far?
1: Um, I have just heard that it is intense. I've only heard stuff about part one and they say that it's epic.
0: Um, how many parts three? I think there's going to be three. Yeah. Um, there's not three parts of the OC reunion. That's only two. No, there are only there's two. No way they can do three parts to that.
1: Yeah. Um, excuse me. But yeah, it's going to be crazy. Not looking like, Ooh, not looking like things are good um or going to be good between Teresa and Melissa and Joe anytime soon. <laughs> um yeah, but also my thing is is like I'm kind of upset that it seems like they probably end on a lot of bad notes amongst yeah. the cast, which is um production-wise, even more the reason to bring everybody back. Yeah, you know, because there's a lot of loose ends. But my whole thing is, is like, I am so ready for new dynamics in Jersey. You know, I'm ready. I just, I mean, it's funny. I say that because I sat here 10 minutes ago and said, I don't really like new waves, you know, but there has to be Jersey's the one thing, the one city where just having certain people around, obviously it controls the entire narrative of the entire show, you know, because of the family aspect. So I don't know. Something's got to change in Jersey, in my opinion. What do you think?
0: Um, I really liked Jersey this season, but I feel you. I feel like the dynamic, the yeah, the women, the group, the dynamic, like it's gonna fatigue us very soon. Like this was good because there was like some really solid Teresa, Louie, Margaret content, but like we're gonna be really bored of this if we keep it on for two more seasons. I think. I actually didn't hate Tracy. I know that's a really hot take, but her and Tiki, I actually enjoyed this season and I wouldn't hate seeing them come back in a full-time capacity next season. Oh my God, get out. Yes. B- blocked.
1: I'm Why? Just, Why? She's just so boring and her reunion look, she looked like... Oh God, the reunion a, look was bad. She looked like a... like somebody doing share drag for the first time in their life. So bad. It was awful. Yeah. I'm just not into her. She's trying way too hard. And it's like, she's Melissa's little mouth like puppet. Me, 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 me. She obviously just says whatever Melissa fucking says feels how Melissa feels.
0: Well, it's nice that Melissa finally has a puppet and she's not Teresa's puppet.
1: She's got to do something. I'd rather <laughs> her be a puppet than sit there in the corner. Like she does now. Mm.
0: <laughs> Melissa, tell her to shut the fuck up. Oh yeah, look, Melissa, tell her to shut the fuck up. And Melissa's I love like, it. Uh, I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh, that's Melissa for you. I'm, <laughs> I'm excited for the Jersey reunion. I think we could lose Jackie. Um, yes, I think we could lose. I don't know. I feel like there's so much history with Dolores and Teresa and Melissa that we can't lose either of those three. Margaret's the only one that really kind of pushes the story forward. I am tired of of Dolores like loyalty card. Like she's so loyal to Teresa that she never holds Teresa accountable. Um, I'm
1: tired of the like home reconstruction, home like like shit with Dolores. Like it's
0: got to be something else. Yeah, I think I'm growing a little tired of Dolores too. But there's history there. I want to see like a Caroline Manzo come back because Ugh. she has history with Dolores and with Teresa and with Melissa. That that would just like really kind of shake things up again. And I think Teresa would be shaking in her Nashville boots.
1: I'd rather Danielle Saab come back than no. Caroline. Yes. No. Caroline ain't gonna do shit. Except write a letter in defense of the
0: man that beat her sister up. Oh, like my the God. hateful person that she is. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the photo of them in the Dominican jail? Who? You didn't see the photo of Caroline and Albie and Chris and Lauren and Greg, their friend, all in the Dominican jail together when they when they did the trip to Punta Cana a few seasons or at the beginning of the the series in like what season four or three. Um, And they got arrested for getting into a bar fight. And then they recently posted or Greg recently posted on his Instagram a photo of them all in jail together. And they're like, hey, like posing in the Dominican Republic jail, like as if they why
1: were they in jail.
0: They got in a bar fight. I don't remember this. It never aired. It happened off camera. And then Bravo tried to conceal all of it and was trying to save them from being locked away in prison. That's kind of cool. Right. I wanted to see that as a storyline, but I guess there was I know, like, that's
1: like the only cool thing they've done and then Bravo didn't even air it. Sad.
0: The, well, I think it was there was like some major like legal agreement that, where they're like, we're never talking about this. Everybody's signing an NDA and this is never happening. But it came up in Not All Diamonds and Rose, Dave Quinn's book. And now this week a photo came out that shows all of them in the jail together and they're like posing and it's like Lauren's birthday and they're like celebrating in jail Kind of, t- I would be terrified <laughs> right? <laughs> like I would not be like, posing Bravo, I would be sobbing Bravo <laughs> lawyers were like freaking out from what I heard they were like we need to like this is half of our cast because I think Joe Gorga was also in trouble Teresa and Judice I think took off and like flew back to the states and just like left everybody there and left Bravo to like save them
1: she said good luck
0: yeah <laughs> Love, love, love. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) What do you think? Katie Maloney's been going around doing a lot of interviews lately, um, which I find very fascinating considering I don't know what she's doing all these interviews for. Like, what is she promoting other than her divorce? Um, Exactly. But so she says that she's ready for Vanderpump to come back because she's excited about Lala and James and herself being single. Are you Mm -hmm. excited for a single trio are you I'm excited for single oh, Katie yeah I
1: literally could not care less about any of them like I I don't follow any of them on social media really I don't care about I just do not care I haven't watched Pump Rules in years really I think they're all boring I don't give a shit about any of them to be quite honest with you Faith? like I used to see them in WeHo and I'm like oh that's cool like they're yeah. and you they're nice yeah but I just don't care to watch anymore I just I got burnt out a long time ago
0: Faith Stowers, who's the one that came out, um, what was it, in 2020, when she mm-hmm. came out with her story about Stassi and Kristen, and they ended up getting fired. Um, Faith has now resurfaced and is now claiming that she's going to sue Lala because Lala pulled a knife on her. I saw that. What are your thoughts? Um, I mean,
1: listen, like I said, it's been years since I've watched, but I know Lala is... She'll cut a bitch. She gets hot headed and like probably doesn't think straight, and you know. So I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if it were true.
0: You know. I don't know if there's actual legal grounds to sue for that, though. One, it happened a long time ago. Um, apparently it was caught on camera, but it ended up not making the show. And so basically, the accusations that Lala pulled a knife on her and said that I'm, she said, "I'll cut you," and Faith said that she was. She said that she's or she not I'll cut you but I think I'll cut a bitch and she had like a knife um obviously I think uh, it was it's clear why bravo decided to not air that but like I don't know if there's an actual legal case for that like lala didn't actually it would
1: probably have to be some sort of like emotional type of suffering that has happened distress. as a result
0: of it um but it's
1: 8 years later like I mean trauma is trauma if it's affecting her it's affecting her <laughs>
0: I mean, I think, I don't know, I feel for the girl, but I'm also kind of like you literally taped yourself having sex with Jax Taylor when he knew he had a girlfriend and then leaked that on the show. Your motives are a little questionable for me. You've had a lot of time to take action. You've had a lot of time to, you know... I think Stassi's book came out. She saw that, you know, Stassi people are ready to forgive Stassi and she wasn't ready to let go of that cloud. Cause I mean, as bad as she claimed Vanderpump rules was, or the cast was, she was even like, but Bravo, if you want to put me on the show, I'll come on season nine, let's do it. I have always kind of questioned her motives. And I think I stand by that very confidently. Well, keep standing. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not the popular opinion, but it's definitely hashtag no filter. Just uh-huh. sip that drink like Marisol, Christian.
1: Yeah. Yo, let me just get over here. My fucking blinged out cup
0: is Talk Christian about. Grace. Is, is that your real name? Christian yeah. Grace? No. Yeah. It's and, like on my ID and everything. And how is that reception being that there's like a Christian Gray character out there?
1: And a Jon Snow from Game of Thrones, oh, apparently, yeah. though I've never seen an episode. Um, you know, the reception was completely, absolutely nothing until like 2014 or something like that. When I, I think I was like still in, was I in high school then when that came out? No, it was after high school. But yeah, and I remember, you know, like as I started getting old enough to like buy alcohol and things like that, like in college, like at bars and grocery stores, people would be like, oh my God is this like your real name did you change your name I'm like you th- yeah I did not change it to yes Christian it's my Gray. name yeah so gray's like um <clears throat> is the name that runs in my family so it was the middle name and then my mom just always loved the name Christian so then boop boop there you go but hit the, the character is spelled g r e y my name is spelled g r a y but so there's a small
0: difference but not too much well that's like Jeff Epstein and his name being so similar to Jeffrey Epstein that's a worse name to have. I, it's oh absolutely listen.
1: My name people associate me with like good, crazy, hot, steamy, like maybe violent, not violent, but aggressive sex. <laughs> they associate Jeff Epstein
0: with horrible things. And I, rightfully so. I feel like you need uh, to. Sorry, leave- Jeff, if you hear this, but <clears throat> I feel like you need Jeff doesn't listen to my podcast. I, I love and adore Jeff, but he don't he doesn't listen to anybody's podcast. I don't even think he listens to his own podcast. Um uh, <laughs> You need to lean more into that with your brand of slut Pig and Christian Grey. Like, there just needs to be... I mean, the Instagram account is hilarious. Um, You're definitely killing it with the memes and stuff. But I think there's a little more in that sexual brand you need to lean into. I don't
1: know. I keep the sexual stuff kind of (laughs) private.
0: In the Noella dungeon?
1: There ain't no dungeons, but, you know... (laughs) Well,
0: not yet. I'm just kidding. TBD. (laughs) He'll be hanging from a chandelier soon. All right, guys, go support <laughs> Christian Graysnow. He has a podcast called the Slep Pig Podcast. We just taped his podcast, which I believe is also airing.
1: Yeah, comes Friday. out today, Friday. Yeah,
0: so same day. So it's available now. So go listen, subscribe, leave him a good review on the iTunes, or it's not iTunes anymore. I keep fucking that up. Now it's Apple Podcasts. So go support his podcast. Please. Please. Where can they follow you?
1: Please, you can follow me on Instagram at Christian grace Snow, and on Twitter, uh, you can follow the podcast at TSP underscore Pod.
0: Did you have an, a Twitter account that you don't have anymore? I feel like I used to see I you. I did. On Twitter I had
1: a long time Twitter account for over a decade, and some piece of shit. You a Trump- few pieces of you shit Trumped housewives it? fans oh. took, you know, reported like they report your account, and then they ended up like taking it down. And I literally can't get it back. So the only way I can be on Twitter is because The Dip, the people who I have my podcast through, woohoo, thank you, The Dip, uh, they made an account for the podcast so I'm able to go on and at least interact with all the housewives happenings over there.
0: Love it. Guys, go follow yep. Christian Gray Snow. Listen to his podcast, Slut Pig. It is very, very funny. And so is his Instagram account. So be sure to go and follow him. You can follow me at Just Plain Zach. Follow the show at No Filter with Zach. And get No Filter Wine at NoFilterWine.com. We have one more stop on the Spilling Tea Live Tour with me and Adam Newell from Up and Adam. And you're going to want to get those tickets. We have Margaret Josephs at City Winery, April 28th. It's going to be a good one. We also have some surprise guests. So get your tickets at SpillingTeaLive.com. All right, I got to go pick Christian's brain a little more, but I will talk to you guys on Monday. Bye.